And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Bear Down Sports Association podcast. Uh, I think we're at episode 155. If TJ's not here, I'm probably not keeping track of it anymore. Uh, but we are here, and we are back for another season. I am very excited to get this season underway. We start this Sunday, uh, June 19th, on the Rebels field on 516. Um, we have a full slate of games, seven games each Sunday, maybe eight if teams have to make up games. But this week there will be seven games, a few teams with some double headers. Um, I'm here with Tommy Savaro, league analyst, league expert. How you doing, Tommy? I'm good. Good. Um, nothing much more to say other than that. Uh, compete hard, bring ref fees, and be ready for another good season. Uh, make sure you pay. If you're not planning on paying the full amount, Make sure that you bring at least $20. If you do not bring $20 as a deposit, you will not play week one. So uh, that is just to cover the jersey fee. That is not a lot to ask for in week one. So please uh, follow that quick and easy payment. All right, with no further ado, honestly, we can get started with the games. Uh, we'll talk about, we'll go in order. If you haven't been here before, we go in order from 9.30 to 10.30, 11.30, and then 12.30. So uh, that's kind of how you can figure out where we'll talk about your game and what we like, what we don't like. All right, 9.30 start, Rebels field, first game of the day. Justin Ferrara-led Cowboys squad against the Michael Negron-led Dolphin squad. Um, I just practiced with the Cowboys, some of the Cowboys players. Justin looks good, throws the ball well. Uh, I assume he's going to use his legs a lot in this game and throughout the entire season. Um, even though Negron has more quarterback experience, I do believe that... Uh, the Cowboys have the edge in uh, quarterback play in terms of Justin's athleticism and playmaking ability. Uh, but Negron has a good offensive line in front of him with Jarwar and Harnish anchoring the line. Uh, good receivers. Good good receivers are looking to make bigger names to themselves of Vin Orlando, Ryan Bartlett, uh, Dan Dexter, again, who's had a couple of nice seasons. Uh, returns Frankie Acevedo on his defense. Uh, this is a good Dolphins team. I'm honestly, um, I'm, I'm expecting a good game in this one. It is a good team. Um, Interesting about the Cowboys, uh, Justin's been the best player in, in Bear Down for, what, the last... couple of seasons, yeah, at least, at least three, four seasons. How many MVPs does he have? Three in his last four seasons. Three in the last four seasons. To me, he's the best player in the league. Yeah. Uh, to me, there's nothing this kid can't do on a football field. Uh, I'm excited to see him play quarterback. I remember a couple of times as a receiver, I saw him when he got pissed off, he just picked up the ball and threw it about 70 yards. Yes. And I'm going, why is this kid not play quarterback? Yeah. Eager to see decisions he's going to make. Uh, like you said, I, I think he's going to run because he is an athlete yeah. and he's so dangerous in the open field. So I like to see that aspect. You could see another IB in the making here. Yeah, um, I think that's kind of what we're all waiting for. I think we're just going to see a lot of the same from uh, Mike Danino that we're going to see out of Justin. I think they're similar athletes, similar play types, similar styles probably. Um, you're probably not going to like Justin throwing back across the body, across his field. I guarantee you're going to have that complaint after week one or if you're not well, there. Did you then... see that in practice? No, I just know that Justin's the kind of kid that he's going to be – the playmaker that he is, so I can see that kind of thing, those kind of things happening. But um, he has a great receiving core: Ollie Garbolato, Joe Piscopo, Steve Bowen. Three guys that are proven guys in this league. What round did Ogie go in? Fourth. How does Ogie go that far down? I mean, because he because he could easily just not show up to games and be undedicated and uncommitted. Who knows? Augie's a bear down legend. Augie is a bear down legend. Um, I'm expecting that tr receiving trio to be a big part as to why that passing offense is able to move down the field. Um, got a lot of good playmakers. Spo off the line. Uh, defense secondary should also be very good. And they got a lot of big new players. Kai Martin and uh, Abdul Carvin are both big linemen that can step in and play line for them. 
Um, these are two pretty well-rounded teams. I scrimmaged a little against Negron on Sunday. Looked all right. Threw a couple touchdowns. Um, didn't have all of his team there, but I did see some good things. I'm going to go ahead and make my pick. I'm going to take um, I'm gonna take the Cowboys. Close game, though. I think that... Um, I think that Justin athletically will be able to do some things that most guys can't do, as we've seen before. And the receivers, like I said, I think will be able to help him out. And I think that defense is going to be very good for the Cowboys. I think they're going to lean on that defense at times this yeah. season. Is Spo going back to receiver? Or is Spo he... is playing line, I think, for this team. So, All right. um, but, but he's dangerous off the line. 100%. No, he is. He's a dangerous weapon off the offensive line and, and very good defensive line. Real, real happy to see the return of Joe Piscopo. Uh, another... Legend last time played a full season. Won a championship. 14-game straight uh, run he had, right? Uh, I think that's a bad down record. He won 12 straight to end the season. Yeah, 12 straight to end the season. And after two in the playoffs. Well, no, 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 12 including the playoffs. Oh, sorry. There were, so, there were 10 regular season. He lost the first game of the year, so 9 and, and then, then 3. So 12, yeah, 12 in a row. Okay. Um, yeah, very impressive, Joe. Yeah, Pistola. oh, and, and, you know, they, got, if they have Joe playing where I think they would be playing him defensively. Uh, with their secondary, they're going to be really tough. Yes, um, I and, think they're going to be a good team. For that reason, I think they're giving Negron trouble. Uh, I'm going with the Cowboys. Yes, I think that Negron showed a lot, <laughs> a lot of um, improvement in the second half of the season, like we mentioned during the draft recap. Um, I just think this is a very, uh, very top-heavy, bear-down-laden team of veterans, followed with some rookies that they're going to have to mix in. I just think that the veteran leadership of the guys up top will be able to kind of get this one through. Yeah. First game of the season, you're probably going to see some sloppy play on both sides. Teams are getting acclimated to each other. Um, but I'm going to take the Cowboys to make one less mistake. I, I like the Spo uh, Pesquare reunion. Uh, yeah. If they play, like I said, if they're playing Joe in the middle and that frees up Justin to play safety. Wherever he wants, really. Yeah, he's the ball hawk that you don't want to see in the secondary. Especially if he's got free run with, with Joe you know, picking up all, all the uh, flag poles in the middle. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I like that direction if they go that way. Yep, I think they have a lot of I think they have a lot of um, defensive versatility. But I also think uh, Dolphins are going to come ready to play. They're definitely going to take this uh, little motivation us picking against them to start the season. Um, I know a lot of those guys ended up last season on high notes, and they're looking to continue forward. All right, so we both have the Cowboys. Let's go to the other nine thirty game. You have the Falcons led by Chris Hogreif in his second season against the Bucks and Mikey Gargano. Um, Mike Gargano's team will be without Chase James for week the first three weeks of the season, so won't be playing in this one. Okay. Um, Falcons come in uh, with a full nine, uh, ready to go. I there's been a lot of shit talking in the in the captain's chat between Chris and Mikey before this one. Uh, Mikey doesn't save the phone numbers of anybody who's never beaten him, so he still has not saved Chris Hogan's number. <laughs> they, they didn't play. They didn't play last season. Mikey didn't win. They didn't play last season. So this will be the first time they play. Um, in this game, I'm looking to see how Mikey's team is defensively because Mikey's teams always are very good defensively, um, very good flag pulling, especially in the middle, and they usually get off to the quarterback very well and don't allow a lot of points. So uh, Hogreef was second in the league in passing yards, I think, at the end of last season, so he's able to move the ball up and down the field. But if the Bucks are ready, and I think they are, that Hogreef could potentially have a rough day. But Hogreef does have a very good offensive line in front of him, Leota. Pat Tuna and his friend Henry Young, I believe, will be the three that are protecting Hogreef. So um, I think these teams are pretty evenly matched. Chase J- Ch- Chase being out could put me over the edge um, in this one. Let me hear what you have to say about these teams before I kind of... I liked Hogreef last year. I thought he had a lot of potential. Uh, I just think he had trouble closing out games. Uh, numbers are there. Uh, and he put together a solid team this year. Um, sometimes Mike Mikey's teams tend to get into... Uh, a defensive battle 
Low scoring. Low scoring, games, but, yeah. but Mikey knows how to control the outcome of a game like that. Um, like I said, it's going to be uh, – all eyes are going to be on, on, on Hogreep to see how he's going to close this out if he gets a lead or if he's able to hang in there with Mikey. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, the active Hall of, uh, Bear Down Hall of Famer and, yeah. and Mikey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, um, listen, I think – Yeah, listen, I think one thing that we're going to see out of Hogreep is – uh, he threw the ball predominantly to Liam Knowles last season. And Liam right. is what we what we know as one of the best receivers in the league. Um, this season, he's probably going to mix up his targets because he has his boy Dwan, who's coming in for his first season, okay. who he drafted in the second round. And he has Q, who's returning, got Love him in the Q. fourth round. So you have two good receivers on the outside, two guys that Chris Hogarth's played a lot of football with over the years. So he has the chemistry with his two receivers. So I think you're going to see more of a he's, balance. He's played with Q before? Yes, many times. They okay, so I don't have to back. tell him, you know, make it a point to get the ball to Q. No, you definitely don't. Yeah, Q's a game breaker. Yes, Q can be a game breaker. He's good um, with the ball in his hands. And like I said, they have a good offensive line to protect them. I think without Chase, I think I'm going to roll with Chris Hogri from the Falcons. I'll take it. This is a bit of an upset pick, I think. I think uh, I think Mikey's team definitely comes in as the favorite in this game. But I do believe that the Falcons are definitely ready to go. I know Hogri's been in the gym. He's got lost lost a little weight. Might be a little more agile this season. So uh, yeah. So listen, I, and he's very um. He's very energized and energetic for this season to start, and he's got some of his boys playing with him now too. They got they're gonna get acclimated to the league, so I'm hoping that that makes him even more comfortable. Who's Mikey's number one this year receiver? Mikey's number one receiver. He's got T.J. Angstad. He's got Cam Crooms, who you don't know about yet, who I think you'll know about soon. Um, he's got Denoya, and he had Miles, but now it's Paul Carter. So what happened to Miles? He's not playing. He's out again. Out for the season. What happened? Just decided he didn't want to get hurt playing. <laughs> well, um, Paul Carter is a nice. Uh, Paul Carter will sub. Paul Carter might not even be available a lot of weeks. Wow. But Mikey just said he wanted Paul Carter. That's a Bucks guy. And I said third round for third round, fair fair skill level wise. I thought so. Um, yeah, Paul Carter will be there. I believe this week. Okay. So I'm gonna go with the Falcons. I think that the chase missing chase hurts the defense. Obviously, still have Suroff, who we didn't even mention. Um, I think that Suroff's going to have a big game. I just do think that Hogreef, uh, Leota, and company will be able to take care of oh, business. I forgot, forgot Joe was on that team. Yeah, I yeah, know. Leota, Leota first-round pick. Oh, so, and Tuna player. looking to get back uh, at Suroff for... Uh, uh, you know what? I, the more you talk me, you're talking me into this... Uh, the team, because the team... Cause it's he, a good team. Yeah, it's a good team. I like the Falcons team this year. I think Hogreef, uh he prioritized line. He prior A lot of games last year, he uh, didn't have linemen show up. I think he prioritized having good linemen who also are um, reliable. Leota and Tuna are guys that show up to almost every game. And what, they're the Falcons? And they're the Falcons. I li- I li- listen, like the roster, love the roster. Yep. Uh, Hogreef showing me something. Show me you can overcome yeah, what Mikey's gonna deal to you this week. One hundred percent, because you know Hogreef's gonna be—they're gonna be talking shit, Hogreef and Mikey, back and forth. One hundred percent, and I think it's gonna be a high-spirited battle. Nine thirty a.m. start, and that will probably be uh, the loudest game of the day. All right, to the next games of the day. These are the ten thirty starts. You have the Cowboys, who we just talked about, against the Falcons, who we just talked about. Ooh. So I have the Falcons and Cowboys both going one and zero. You have Cowboys one and zero. Falcons zero and one. Um, how I think these teams match up, I do think that they, um, the Falcons will have a little bit of an edge on the line with just a more experienced line. I'm not going to say that Kai Martin and Abdul can't play. I just haven't seen them play. Apparently, Kai was a lineman in college, so that probably helps also. Um, but I like Leota. I like Tuna and, um, and those guys in the line. So I think that Justin, um, will have to scramble a little more and Hogreef might, once again, might have a little time to throw. Not sure who Cowboys are going to play on the defensive line. 
Um, we're not gonna say I'm not gonna stay and talk on these teams for a lot, a, like a little bit. I'm not only for a little bit. I'm saying because we just talked about them extensively. Um, anything you want to say about this matchup between these guys? This is Hogreef against Justin Ferrara. Yeah, again, you know, um, like I'm gonna say that I love the Atlanta roster. I'm yeah. gonna tell you that I always think that Justin's the best player on the field. Um, again, uh, show me something, Chris, that that's gonna put you over the top here. You're gonna be under the microscope this week. You got two tough games coming out. Uh, I'm gonna roll with the Cowboys again because until I see uh, Justin Falter at that position, I, I can't bet against a, an athlete like that. And, and mind you, every, every pick this week is a crapshoot. We don't know. Oh, uh, we don't know how any teams. Are uh, yeah, I, I can't say what team is playing well or what team is not playing well. We're also basing a lot of this off of who your quarterback is because right. at the end of the day, quarterback is the most position, best, the most important position in our game. And if you don't have a good one that's playing well, you have a hard. It's hard to win. Again, you're coming for three-time MVP winner. It's it's yeah. tough to bet against them. And like we always talked about, how you try to limit the amount of times Justin touches the ball when you play against them. Right well, now, now he's got it every, every he takes play. a snap every play. Yeah. He's going to touch the ball 35 times a game. It's it, not going to be it, fun. It, it's going to be shades of Dino. Going to be shades of Ibe. It's his. Um, it's his decision. Yep. Balls in his hand. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to take the Cowboys, and Cowboys get the two and zero on the day. Falcons can fall to one and one. I just think that. Um, I think that. The Falcons-Bucks game will take a lot out of the Falcons, probably more than I think the Cowboys-Dolphins game could take out of the Cowboys. Um, not to say the Dolphins can't win the game, just to say I think the Cowboys could potentially roll on that one. So I'm going to take the Cowboys a little fresher at 10:30, in my opinion, and pull out a win. You also have the Cowboys going two and zero, but you have the Falcons falling to zero and two. Yeah. Likes Hogreef, doesn't think he's going to win yet. Playing Mikey and Justin love though. The team too. <laughs> playing Mikey and Justin though, so two guys that um, definitely are known winners in this league. Right. Okay, 10:30 game. Uh, you got the uh, Dev Kennedy-led Saints without Sterry, their quarterback, against the James Whitcop-led... Sterry's playing quarterback this year? He will be playing quarterback for them. Yeah, he's a quarterback for them. Uh, but Dev will probably be playing quarterback in the meantime. Um, against the James Whitcop-led Chargers. Um, I, I, I'll talk about James Whitcop's team first. I, I had the pleasure of scrimmaging four of them. They, they combined it teams, but Wickop looked a little uh, little rusty throwing the football, running the ball. He still was his normal self, very fast, electric in the open field, makes guys miss with his uh, spins and whatnot. Um, this team's going to have to rely on the same identity as the Seahawks did. Block for James, Bryce make plays in the open field, and Pete Mancini be the Mark Kokoda of the Seahawks offense. You need to be a difference maker on both sides of the ball, for Pete Mancini I'm talking about, and for... The, the Chargers, I think they're going to have to play a, a low-scoring, potentially play a low-scoring defensive type of battle. They have a lot of linemen, defensive linemen, that can get after the quarterback, Mancini, Wickop, uh, Lebo, good defensive linemen. Um, and then they also have some good receivers. Bryce, Pete, I assume, will play. Um, return of Bryce. Bryce return is, of Bryce, first-round pick. He is has, a game-breaker. Yep, second straight time being picked by Bryce, uh, being picked by James as a first-round pick. He was a stud for him last time. 100%. Um, I think that for the Saints, um, I'm not really sure I'm going to come out. They have three really big linemen that they can throw in front of Deb. They can run some power football behind Ethan and Lauren and Chris Hunter. Um, um, I just think that in this game, if Dev is the game breaker that he can be, then the Saints, honestly, then the Chargers. The Chargers have a good line. Uh, DeFlippis, Steve Leibowitz, and Randy. And uh, I'll say he's playing quarterback, so I'll say he's a small quarterback. Last time he played, uh, he's not going to wire you with his arm, but he, he makes the smart plays. It's going to look ugly. Yeah, it'll look ugly, but you know what? He gets the job done. He can move the ball. He knows who to get the ball to. 
Uh, he knows, like, I, I say this a thousand times, and everyone should be doing it, take what the defense gives you. And it's that simple. And he, and he follows that. He, he, you know, when, when I talk to him about it on the sidelines, he, you know, he, he actually <laughs> listened to me. And uh, last time he played quarterback, I thought he played very well. I'm not going to take credit for everything he did. No, of course not. But, you know, just, just let him know. Just It's simple. Take what the defense gives you, and that's what he did. Yep. He's that kind of player. He tries to limit his mistakes. Uh, like I said, small player, knows who get the ball to. I like uh, Chargers. Chargers in this one. All right. So our first cross, our second crossfire of the day. You like the Saints. Uh, you like the Chargers. I like the Saints. I think the Saints athletically are. Again, no, nothing against the opposing team. I just eh, don't know. Don't you don't you don't know any of them. You, I think you've seen, you've seen not one of these players play, not one of them. I've seen a couple of the G League guys. You've seen Matt Schaefer play. He's the only one on the team you've seen play. Okay. That, and that's it. And no, he was very throwing picks. You haven't seen any of their big playmakers I've seen play. A lot of the Chargers play. No, you've seen a lot of the Chargers. A lot of guys I like: Mancini, uh, uh, Bryce. With Cobb to Flippis, Lebo. Yeah, you've seen a lot of these guys. Yeah, you know what? That's a really good line, if you ask me. Yep, I think it's a good line. It's going to give James time to throw. They could probably run some power run off of that also. I know James likes to run. And I think they should be okay. Uh, UA Chargers, I like the Saints. All right, let's get into the next game. 11-30 matchup. Uh, We'll start with my game. Raiders versus Eagles. This is me against Joe Pippen and Matt Hughes. Oh, good game. Good game. Uh, I think it's going to be a battle in the trenches. They got Hughes, Don Maselli, Mark Kokoda, and uh, Steve Giroux. I match that with Swags, Nick Douglas, and Micah. So, big boys. This is going to be a big trenches game. I think whoever wins the battle in the trenches wins the game. Um, Obviously, you know I'm taking myself in this game, so that doesn't need to be said. Um, But I just think it's going to come down to turnovers, and I can't turn the ball over, and Pip definitely can't afford to turn the ball over. Pip needs to play a flawless game in this one. He needs to run behind Hughes, run behind that big offensive line. Tommy Galante's on this team, so we ha- we, we will be ready for a potential uh, when it's third and longs, fourth and longs. They bring Tommy under center. Is and he let playing this week? Tommy, I, actually, I don't know if he's playing this week. But uh, we'll be ready for him to be there and potentially playing some quarterback. I think you're going to see that throughout the season, that in big moments, Tommy will try to play quarterback. Well, Joey will let Tommy play quarterback and find Joey down the field. Um, I think these are two very high-level teams. I think we'll be we'll be talking about these two teams all season as two teams that are like kind of towards the top of the league. I think that's not to like flaunt or like be, flex my own team, but like I just think that we're gonna be very good. And I think that Pip and Hughes have proven that when they're on the same team, success usually comes. Um, I'm taking myself, but I think the Eagles are gonna be a very good team this season, and I think that it will be a highly competitive spirit, highly spirited competitive game. The Eagles? They are the Eagles. First of all, I can't stand the Eagles. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the first time. Uh, Being a Giant fan, can't stand the Eagles. Uh, And everyone knows I'm a big Raider fan. And the question was the right color combination this year. White with the silver. uh, White with the silver and black. Silver and black. Gotta love it. Uh, As he's wearing his Raiders hat right now. Or holding his hand, I should say. Holding it across his chest. um, I Listen, you you got a a quarterback that knows this league that's coming off a championship. Uh, It's a good run for him. Comes in with a lot of confidence. Put together a really good team. Uh, you know, aside from being a good quarterback, he's probably one of the best GMs in this league. Knows how to put a team together. And he got a hell of a steal in the fifth round with Micah. I'm so glad that Micah is back in this league. And bought I, in. And bought in. Yeah, bought he, in. he's a player. Love watching him play. And that just gives Kurtzman such a big weapon in the red zone. I yeah. mean, you, you can't give Kurtzman more weapons like that. And you did. 
I let Micah slip to the fifth <laughs> round. Uh, I go with the Raiders this week. Yeah, um, I think the biggest question for the Eagles is when Pip is playing quarterback, who are we worried about on the outside? Um, they got. I want to see who they have, just uh, so I can read I'm out all the, the names. First, I'm forcing the no, 100. percent I think with I think and I think that's going to be the game plan most for most teams um, against Pip. It's going to be limit limit the running effect of their team and try to make them throw. They're going to have to rely on Mark Okota, uh Hidiniak, and Tom Galante and Rob Reddington. Those are the guys who have to step up. Oh, Mark Kokoda. Kokoda was Rob. a good. Uh, Kokoda was a good target for me. Rob Reddington was good for me back. Uh, I'm glad Rob's back in the league. Back in the Wyoming days. Last Tom, time he was in the league, he was throwing the winning touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. That is facts. He did throw a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Dins is a great player as well. They have a really good team. This is gonna be a really good game. Obviously, Dins on, team? Dins on this Ooh. team. Yeah, they got a good defense. Got a good team. That's a good team. They got guys that can catch the ball for sure. I am. Uh, you got listen. You're returning uh, the Matrix, Keanu Reeves. I am. Keanu is back. Uh, Swags is back. With us, Swags. I'm excited for championship everyone. DNA you got on your team. Right I'm excited there. for everyone to see the receiver one Vin Gargano show. That's what I'm ready for everyone Vin to see. Gargano. Uh, me and Vin have been locked in, got to the field a few times. Me and him, just me and him, and uh, I'm excited for what we're about to do. Me and him together this season with Douglas and Mike. Uh, and, yeah, we got a really good team. Yeah, that team is good. Yeah, we're good. Um, nothing more. Nothing more to say except we got to go out there and execute get the game plan at a high level. As, as much as I like the opposing team, I, I got to go Raiders. Yeah, yeah you got a lot of all-Tommy guys on that team. A lot of all-Tommy guys. All right, let's go to the other 11-30 matchup. The other 11-30 matchup is Patriots, led by Trevor Garland, against the Ravens, led by newcomer Eddie Guzman. Um, I think the one question we had about Patriots was where their offensive line help was going to come from because they have Kaka, they have uh, Nick Hardigan, who plays on the offensive line. But where is that third? who is that third lineman? Will it be Kenny Tindall? Will it be someone else? Will they play with a two-man line? Um, I think this is something that the um, the Raven team can exploit. They use their first three picks on Lyman, uh, Amir Bryant, um, Austin, who's been a longtime player in this league, and Joe Malozzi. So three guys that are going to be in the trenches for them most of the game. Um, and I think that that's the that's the matchup we're looking for. Are that is that defensive line going to be able to cause Trevor a lot of problems and force him into turnovers? We've seen Trevor throughout the seasons become a great 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 game manager who's also able to be a great playmaker at times as well. But he does a great job at keeping the ball on his for his team. He doesn't get rid of the ball. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Um, and that's something that the Ravens are going to have to do. I think one thing for a big rookie, for a rookie quarterback coming in, is like you always say, take what the defense gives you, run the ball, screens, things get the ball out of your hand quick, not put you under get pressure, and don't get into the habit of trying to be IB and run around in the backfield because the flag pulling in this league has gotten a lot better over the last couple of years, and that will not work as well, especially if you're not the type of caliber athlete that IB is. Um, I've heard good things about Eddie Guzman. He had, I don't think he scrimmaged at all, but his teammates are high on him. Uh, Melozzi's bought in. Uh, A-Rod's bought in. Uh, Austin, I know, is also bought into every team he plays for. So as long as as long as long Eddie Guzman's friends that we don't know that are on his team are good players, they're going to be a good team because they drafted four guy, or three guys from Bear Down that are good players. Melozzi, A-Rod, Austin. Yeah. So I don't have a lot to say about the Ravens because I don't know a lot of their players, but what I'm just going to say is this. Trevor can't come into this game lightly. They can't. They can't take them lightly because if Eddie Guzman comes out with that that rookie flair and gets it going and gets some confidence, it's it's not a good position you want to be in. I have total confidence in Trevor that he could match what the opposing quarterback is given. One hundred percent. Because what I saw from Trevor last year was his ability 
to come back and match score for score uh, with anything against your team, especially too. Uh, oh. You'd score, he'd come right back and score. Every there's, time. there's no lay down in Trevor. I like that. I thought his game, he picked up his game last year. I anticipate him uh, coming in strong again. Uh, love the jersey color and, and the choices here. Uh, you didn't go with his usual orange, but he went with a, a bright red that's close. Uh, yeah. And oh, oh, I don't like the purple. Purple is a curse in this league. Yeah. We talked uh, about it on the recap. Yeah, uh, if you're wearing purple, it's a, it's doesn't look good. I hope you overcome it, Eddie. Uh, yeah, I hope so too. So we you know we get some purple jerseys back in. Maybe a team will pick the Vikings next year. Yeah, maybe. Um, kind of. I, I I love Malozzi and Austin. Austin is a phenomenal phenomenal player. Uh, like I said, I, I, last year I thought he had a great year. I mean, I watched him get out on those screens off the line. I mean, he's about as quick as anyone getting out there wiping people out. Uh, true road grader, Malozzi. Uh, let's hope that um, you know they take advantage of his pass catching skills. He was probably the best pass catching lineman last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got great hands for a big guy. He's got good speed too. Knows the game. Uh, like I said, those are two great picks. A Rod. A Rod's a dog. A Rod will give you everything he has when he plays. Always vocal. Uh, can get under opposing team's skin. That that's his game. Uh, I I do like his picks from the guys in bad down. I don't know his boys who he picked. Hopefully they've played together a while because if you didn't scrimmage, I think that might hurt you if you don't know your team. You know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, hope I, they get. Hope at the least they get there early. And I, I hope he's worked with his center before. Yeah. Because if you don't work with your center, it's a lot of little a, things. That's a big problem in this league. Uh, center snaps. Yeah. Malozzi usually does decent snapping. Maybe one of his friends snaps. That yeah, but I'm saying if you get the timing down. With, oh, 100. With your oh. guys. I, I, was there a reason why they didn't scrimmage? They just didn't want to scrimmage? I think they tried to. I just guess it never okay. worked out. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Maybe they did, and I just didn't yeah, see you, it. Or you kind of want to get some sort of chemistry going with your uh, with your teammates. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to have. You don't want to do it in season. You don't want to take the first couple of games to hit your stride. Yeah. You know. Hey, listen. Sometimes first game hits you in the mouth, and then you go from there, and you get a practice in after week one. I know a lot of teams in the past have figured out. Oh, we can't just walk in here without any type of game plan. And the good win. teams are going to hit the ground running. Correct, you know? I agree. And you can't, as a new quarterback with only eight teams making the playoffs, you don't want to fall behind early. Right. Um, who's your pick? I know you're going with. Yeah. Yeah, you're taking Garland. I am not taking uh, purple. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're not taking. You're not taking purple. And I, you're, I, like, like and I you're said, not taking a rookie quarterback in his first game. You yeah, know, I, never I, seen him play he's before. He's got. He's got Chris Johnson. He's got Jack, Jack Starner. Yeah. I'm hoping Jack plays up to his ability. Yep. Uh, he is that kind of player. Let's uh, keep winning so we keep his interest. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Patriots on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots, too. And like I just said, it's hard to pick a rookie quarterback that I've literally never seen right. throw a football before. Um, the Patriots got a good team. Josh Taylor, good pick in the fifth round. Big body athlete that can make plays on the ball on both sides of the ball. Um, and like you said, Chris Johnson and Jack, that forms a great three in the back of the defense. Also good weapons for Trevor Mark De Palma as well. I'm going to take the Patriots. Uh, I think very high scoring. I'm going to go with high scoring game. I think uh, defenses in this one could be lacking a little bit as they try to figure out where to place everyone on the team best to their abilities. Okay, last game of the day and is, I guess, the game of the week because we will only have one 12-30 game each week this year, only seven games a day, seven or eight. The Buffalo Bills led by Anthony Mbimbo against the Los Angeles Rams led by Collis Spann. Um, IB making his return to quarterback. Last time we saw IB as a quarterback, he was one of the most electrifying player quarterbacks, the most electrifying quarterback in the league, uh, throwing for his career high in touchdowns, number one seed, uh, won a championship the season before, 
uh, he he is uh, the best this league, one of the best leagues got to offer in terms of all around amazing players. Um, and he goes up against a, a, a stiff competitor that always finds ways to keep games close and win. Collis, just a guy who will run, will be smart. One of the best, one of the smartest guys I know on the field. True competitor. Um, and he's got a good line to protect him this year. Uh, got some decent receivers. Got Tommy Pierce in the first round. Um, I'm excited for this Rams team. But I know this Bills team is very, um, very, very, very prepared for week one. I want to read an anonymous quote from a player from the the Bills. This is what I got. Just as an insider, I have never had a captain who has been more prepared for – has his team more prepared for week one like IB has. I love it. And then he followed that up with saying – First, he's had at least six practices. Obviously not the entire team, but the main people have been there, and then they've been nonstop game planning in the chat. Shit is wild. I love it. Never seen a captain so hungry for wins. Um, that's the mindset you know that IB is back, and IB is prepared to lead his team to a championship. He lost in the championship last this past season with Mikey at receiver, and I don't think he wants that fate again. Uh, he comes into the league with a stellar group of guys. He's got Liam. He's got DeLon. He's got Isaiah Copes, who won uh, Comeback Player of the Year in the spring. He's got uh, Matt Marola, I think, who could be a seventh-round steal for this team. Uh, Ryan Rougeau, Dean Wiatrowski. He's got a lot of versatile players. You can play a lot of different guys in that offensive line. Uh, I like this Buffalo Bills team. He, he grabbed a lot of guys he's familiar with. Correct, uh, as he always does. Yeah, and, and, and these guys, they love playing for him. Uh, ask them every year who they want as their quarterback, and IB is the first guy yep. they always pick. Um, IB uh, has been thinking about playing quarterback since the middle of last season. Yep. And not only that, the first player he wanted to take was, was Liam. Yeah. In the middle of last season, he told me, I'm going to quarterback, and Liam's my first pick. When I heard that, I knew that he wanted to get this guy on his team. I, I, I expect a lot of records to be broken this year. Yeah, I think that Liam's going to have a similar season to what he just did this past season with Hogarth being top three in yards, uh, catches, and touchdowns. I think DeLon could have his best season statistically yet if he shows up to if he shows up to the games and IB puts him on the line. I, that's a team where if he's offensive playing line, line, offensive no, line, offensive line, DeLon could be a demon on the offensive line and could also catch the ball off the offensive yeah, that's, line. That's a thing. And that's also the thing where like if one of the best players on the team, best athletes on the team is playing offensive line, you don't have someone guarding him as a defense. Like you're worried about the receivers, right. so like sneaks off the line, makes some plays, very good at ma- making people miss flag grabs. But like I said, you can play him anywhere. I like to see the ball in his hands more. Uh, I agree. Defensively, you know what? I, I, I think the guy's an absolute stud. I think he can shut down the opposing team's best receiver. Yep. I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it to Paul Caldonado, which then that's not an easy task. Uh, they could be, as well as, as, as they're going to be a machine on offense, they could be equal on defense if DeLon's playing up to his capabilities. Yes, I agree. With the guys they have on that team, you add in an elite Defensive player with DeLon to match with IB and Rougeau and um, Isaiah Copes. They got a really good team. Um, I guess if they have a question mark, it's offensive line. Um, Collis' team, you got Ty Pierce uh, playing receiver for them. Got a, a large line of rags from Mundo, Jordan Cameron. Um, yeah, I love rags. That was yeah, a great pick. Re- great pick in the second round. Um, he's got Markell's boys, big, big body DB. Don Palumbo, another big body. Um... A lot of guys Carlos hasn't played with before, though. So I could see a lot. I could see a little bit of a growing pains in week one. This 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 uh, Calio. Don't, don't, 
Don't throw that fool you. This Rams team. Cox has a very high IQ. On I that, agree. On that, on that field, or even off the field, but on that field, very high IQ. Uh, he knows who he's played against. He knows the type of players they are, and that's why he drafted them. Uh, like I said, I, I love the picks that he made. I think he's a, a very, very intelligent quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. Oh, it's going to be a great. This is a great game for play for a, uh, a game of the week type atmosphere. I hope everyone. I'm, I'm sorry that I might miss it because it is Father's Day and I might have to leave early. Yep, that is very true. I wish all fathers in the in the league that support the league that are listening to this uh, happy Father's Day as well for Sunday. Also, I wanted to say is that I hope everyone stays and watches the twelve thirty game because Leota will be grilling burgers, grilling some dogs, Ooh. got a bunch of stuff, concessions and whatnot. So excited for that! Rebels is being great hosting us for the season. Um, field's in good condition. I went over there today. I'm going to go over there on Saturday and uh, spray paint lines and everything. It's going to be all set up, looking nice, just the way that we like it. Um, like I said, pictures, videos, podcasts, stats. No one else does it. This is the league. Who are we talk? Who are oh, we taking? Oh, I forgot. I, I got to roll with IB. Sorry, Carlos. I got to roll with IB. Yeah, I think we talked highly of both teams. I'm going to roll with uh, IB in this one. I. He's prepared. Kyle's not saying isn't prepared, but I'm going to roll with the, the, what I know. What yeah, I know I think is he's been thinking I about this game for, for at least a year now. Yeah, for at least a year. Um, like I said, no other league brings you what I bring you. Podcast, um, stats, pictures, videos, um, highlights, anything you can ask for, I'm trying to bring to you. Uh, we will be back on the airwaves after week one, probably on Wednesday or Thursday of next week. We'll do a recap and a preview each week. Um, Thank you for listening to the week one preview, and we will see you at the field on Sunday at 930. Peace.